February 14th. It's the greatest day of the year. It's one of my top four favorite holidays. It's a day all about love. So rather you're celebrating with a Valentine or a Galentine or you're just celebrating being happily single, we're here today to spill all the tea on our love life and kind of do a little Valentine's Day solo episode. I love Valentine's Day. I don't care what people say about it. I love it. I host a Valentine's Day brunch with my friends every year. I just love the pink and red. I love the chocolates. I love the hearts. I love love. I love love. Me too. And I have honestly like had a boyfriend maybe like one-fourth of the Valentine's Days that I've been on this earth. And I love it like single. I love it with a boyfriend. I actually think that I may love Valentine's Day more single because I just like love doing Valentine's Day activities. You can still do Valentine's Day and have a boyfriend. Well, yeah, I know. I just like, you know, it comes with the added pressure of like having a boyfriend and being Valentine's Day. I kind of liked the Valentine's when I was like single, happy, and free and just running around with all the girls. And we'd like go out on Valentine's Day when everyone else was like at dinner with their boyfriends. And another thing that my friend group would do when we were in college was that we would have these Galentine's parties like a day before or after Valentine's Day. And we would literally all bring, we would not tell anyone what we were bringing, but we'd bring like a random food item from like a fast food restaurant. So like someone would bring like a large McDonald's fries, someone would bring a large pizza, someone would bring like Chick-fil-A. And it was just like an assortment of just like shit food. It was like the best day of my year. And I loved it so much. I love that. I usually plan a brunch at a restaurant, just like a Galentine's brunch on a Saturday before Valentine's Day. And I was thinking that it would be fun to do something different this year and just do kind of like a Galentine's like movie night in where everyone just brings like something that they love. So it could be like McDonald's chicken nuggets or it could be like a brie or like pizza or whatever. Yeah, that's really fun. I don't think I'm doing any Galentine's things this year considering that I'm still living with mom and dad right now and I'm moving in like three days literally. Um, But I did get my Valentine's together for my friends that I'm mailing them. Um, I'm just mailing like some of my closest friends little Valentine's gifts. I did a little mini diva wash and then a pair of fluffy Valentine's socks. And another thing that I'd like to discuss though, now the world is great friend. Oh, thank you. I just love like giving gifts and happies. And like, I just, I don't really expect anyone to do it in return, but I just like get so excited to make them. Like I was just in the mood to make like old school Valentine's crafts. So I like cut out paper hearts and like drew on it. It was really fun. Yeah, that's so fun. I get much more excited about giving. Like I got Herbie. I firmly believe that Valentine's Day is a girl's holiday. Like I don't think that guys necessarily need okay. Yeah. I was hoping that we could talk about this subject. Um, I guess I can say what I got Herbie because this will come out on Valentine's Day. But I got Herbie a new wallet with his initials engraved on it just because I know that he needed one and he deals with a lot for me. So I just wanted to do a little something extra. But I don't really stand in the camp of girls have to give guys gifts. Yeah, I'm really happy we can discuss this because I personally think that men should not be allowed to receive gifts on Valentine's Day. I don't think it's about them at all. Um, I had this conversation with my college friend group group chat today because I went so, – okay, so I'm moving on the 17th, but Valentine's Day is the 14th. So obviously, like, I'm moving to Kynan. I would like to say that my presence, like, in his city is his Valentine's gift, 
But I'm moving a little bit after Valentine's Day, so I thought, you know what? I might send him a little box since I'm sending all of my little friends these gifts. I might send him a little box of like his favorite candy and just like, you know, random little trinkets. So I go to Walgreens and I actually got a new phone today. So I failed to remember that I had no cards on my Apple wallet, but I go to Walgreens and I get all this stuff, just like all these little trinkets and knickknacks. I go to the front, she scans it all in and I realize I don't have a single dollar. I don't have a card. (laughs) I don't have an Apple wallet. I have nothing and I don't have any cash. I literally had to tell her like, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't have my card. She said, Oh, it's okay. You can just run out to the car. And I was like, no, I actually just have zero money on my person or or in my car. Like I have nothing. So it's really embarrassing. I just had to like leave all my stuff and walk out. Did um, you come back for it? No, I didn't. I think maybe that's a sign that he just doesn't need a care package. But we'll see. I think I am going to send something small just because I do love to give gifts. And, you know, I'm appreciative that he is a loving source of like happiness in my life but I just really think it should be mainly focused on the girls I was thinking that too and my low of the week I had to get my IUD replaced and I was just laying there thinking about how guys have to do nothing like they should literally be falling at our feet every damn day and giving us presents like we we owe them nothing we owe them nothing I totally agree totally agree and most guys, including Kynan, are like anti-Valentine's Day, but it's probably just because they don't really get as many like little treats and knickknacks and trinkets because it's really a girl holiday. But I love Valentine's Day, and I think that it should be celebrated to the highest degree. What's the best Valentine you ever got? Hmm. Let me think. Honestly, I think maybe the best Valentine's Day like I've ever had so far was maybe last Valentine's Day when I was living in Hawaii and I hadn't seen Kynan in a really long time and he like came kind of as a surprise on Valentine's Day. Like I knew about it, but it was kind of a last minute planned trip. That was really sweet. Hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Okay, I want to quickly interrupt today's Love Day episode to talk about something else we love, our sponsor, Lulu's. Lulu's is a shoe and accessory store located on the Oxford, Mississippi Square. They have you covered with everything from birthday gifts to the perfect shoe for any occasion and much more. I actually just ran into Lulu's this week because as I'm getting ready for my big move to San Diego, I needed earrings that would never tarnish as I swim, learn to surf, all of those beach town water activities. I bought all the earrings I wore in Hawaii at Lulu's and they are seriously the best. Lulu's has been a favorite of Allie and I's for years, and we are so honored to have them as a sponsor for Go Call Your Sister. You can find Lulu's on Instagram, which we'll link in our show notes. And if you're in Oxford, Mississippi, be sure to stop by and check them out. But if not, don't worry, you can always shop online. Thank you so much, Lulu's, for being a sponsor. And now back to our Valentine's Day episode. So one really strange Valentine's gift that I had was my ex-boyfriend from college was training in Florida at the time. And he wasn't living in Oxford. And he sent his roommates in like the middle of the night to basically break into our Arbor's apartment and leave like flowers and things at my bedroom door. And the next morning I woke up and I remember thinking like, that's so sweet, like asking Perry and Libby if they helped. And they were like, no, we had no part in that. So we were led to believe that people had broken in our house at night, which was really alarming. And I feel like... That's just really strange. How did he get in? 
Well, we don't lock the door, so that was probably how they got in. But it was just interesting that he sent his like male guy friends to come in our house at night and leave gifts. Like that was just weird to me. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, the best gift that I've ever gotten was last year. Herbie and I had just started dating, and actually we hadn't officially decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend yet. But he sent me this kind of sealed the deal, I will say. He sent me a huge box of goop products. So like all their bath products, like it was so sweet and thoughtful because he knows how much I value my bath time. Wow. Yeah, I actually remember this from last year. That was great. I don't think he consulted anyone. I think he just did it on his own. Yeah, I don't think he consulted me on that at all. So I'm pretty surprised and impressed. Yeah, go Herbie. Now that we've discussed that we think Valentine's Day should be outlawed towards men and our favorite gifts we've ever received, let's dive into our Valentine's Day episode because this is an interesting time for us. So Allie and I have both had boyfriends for over a year, which has been really not a common theme. I'm just saying Herbie and I have not hit a year yet. Okay. Well, me and Kyna really haven't hit a year yet either because (laughs) we... You know, we've been a little back and forth. You're lying to the people. You're lying. Yeah, that's actually a false statement that I just made. So Kanye and I, so I'm trying to think how to put this where it makes sense. Me and Kanye met in Hawaii in October of 2021, but it took us a really long time to officially date because we were just living like all over the earth. And then I went to Italy and... We were kind of dating at that point, and then we broke up for a short time while I was there, and then Wait, so- but tell how you and kind of met. Like, it's so random, and how you didn't really care about how you looked. Wait, what? When you and kind of met in the coffee shop, and you thought there were – someone told you athletes were coming, and then when you found out they weren't football players, you were like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'll tell you guys a story about how I met kind of. So I was working in a coffee shop in Hawaii in 2021. It was October – And I was the only single girl at this coffee shop and my bosses were all from Israel and the Israeli people are all very large jujitsu fans. Um, But we walk into the coffee shop that morning and my boss is sitting at the bar and he has all of these lays, which is like what you give some special guests when they arrive in Hawaii. And I said, oh, like are these lays for us? And he was like, no, we have a really important guest coming in today. He's a professional athlete. And immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, like professional athletes that's my shit and I was like what sport and he was like jujitsu and to me that just really did not mean a lot because being from Mississippi like little to no guys are doing jujitsu it's not like a popular (laughs) hobby you know it's more like football baseball hunting like there just wasn't a large like cool jujitsu crowd not a large jujitsu population in Mississippi yeah, and I also had no understanding of the sport. Like in my mind, jujitsu could have been karate, it could have been kickboxing, it could have been it could have been anything. I just didn't know. Um, so lo and behold, a few hours later, Kynan walks in, and my boss was like, "Okay, this is him. I want you to talk to him, whatever." And I'm like, "I'm so uncomfortable. Like I really don't perform well under those situations." And I was just feeling really awkward, so I kind of like hid myself in the back because I was running food. But he sat at the bar like pretty close to me and he was by himself. So it was kind of like awkward if I didn't talk to him because it was just like me there and then he was there. And so I started talking to him, asking him about like how his trip was going. And at this time, I would say Kynan's English was not as good as, as it is now. He had only known English for like I'm gonna say a year and a half or two years at that point. Um, so we were kind of talking, chit-chatting about his trip, whatever. 
And this is where um, we would tell the story in different ways because he claims that I was like chasing after him, but that was actually not at all what was going on. I told him about one of my guy friends that did shark diving tours because he said that he wanted to do shark diving. And I DM'd him my guy friend's Instagram on Instagram. So that's how he like had my Instagram, whatever. And later that day, he messaged me and asked me if like, I wanted to hang out or if we wanted to like go do that together or something. And then the next day we ended up hanging out and I kind of thought it was going to be just me and him. But when I got in the car, it turned out to be like a group of jujitsu people who all spoke Portuguese. And I made my friend Blaine come along because I didn't want to be like the only one. Um, and we hung out all day and we just had a really fun time. And then Three days later, he invited me to fly to the Big Island with him. And considering that he was still basically a stranger, it probably wasn't the best idea. I remember I called Allie and asked her opinion on it. And she said that I absolutely should not go because I would get murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went anyways. And yeah, that's basically basically it. History from there. Love when you don't take my advice. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't in that time because he ended up not being a murderer. But if he would have been, that would have been really unfortunate. Yeah, really sad. Um, You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, you never know who you're going to meet. And I'm glad I was working that day. Yeah, totally. We went a long time without having boyfriends. Yeah, definitely. I had – I've had like – I would say maybe – three boyfriends in my life, including Kynan, that I would count as like serious boyfriends. And after boyfriend number two, I thought it would be in my best interest to stay single for the rest of my life. But I'm glad that I did the work to heal from that. And now I'm in a healthy relationship that I really love. Yeah, we love the work. Um, I have had, I would say, three like serious pivotal relationships in my life. Um. And it's funny because so, of course, like, you know, my high school boyfriend that I loved so much that my parents hated so much, which made me love him so much more, um, you know, of course. And then my – the next one would have, would be Herbie. We dated in college and that I would say that was a pivotal relationship. And then the third one would be my boyfriend who I dated at the tail end of college and like a little bit after college. But it's funny because – Herbie was always like circling me and he was basically stalking you. He would show up where you were all the time at random events. Yeah, you could say that. No, he was he wasn't stalking me, but he would just like we would always be in the same place. Like when I was on work trips, he would be in New York or LA. And this is actually really crazy, but he was in Nashville for like a Ravens football game. And um we ended up at the being at the same bar and like he had no idea that I was like even in town or that I was even at that bar. And I'm I was sure like, you did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, we really didn't. And I was like lightly talking to this other guy who I like wasn't very into, but this was like in my, I would say I was like 24 at this point. And I was going through this phase of like leaving my purse, at the same bar every weekend. Like I had to go retrieve it multiple weekends, multiple Sundays in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah, the underground bar in Nashville, if you've ever been there. And so I walked in and this guy who I was talking to like was carrying my purse for me, which was, you know, so sweet and precious that he was doing that. But I walked in and I saw Herbie at the bar and it was like game over. It was just so crazy that we were both there. We immediately just went to each other. And then at the end of the night, I had to go retrieve my purse from the other guy <laughs> with Herbie. 
That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Speaking of like past relationships. So I would say that like my first serious boyfriend, I would count being from high school. And I know that doesn't count to a lot of people, but like- I think it counts. At the time, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, speaking of this man, so this is a funny story that's happened recently. As you guys know, I am a psychic and I dream things all the time that shortly after come true. And this is like not unusual for my family to hear about because they know the way I am about my dreams. Like I dream so many things that like days later happen. So my high school boyfriend, like the first love of my life, um, I have like no feelings for him obviously now, but I did have a dream that he told me he was going to get engaged. And I remember thinking like, wow, that was such a crazy dream. Um, And I told my parents about it. I actually talked about this kind of too. We were like discussing you know, about like your ex is getting engaged, whatever. Because we're kind of at that point where like our ex-boyfriends and girlfriends are like starting to get engaged and stuff. So of course this man gets engaged like, you know, two or three days later. And my mother who cannot keep a secret to save her life (laughs) runs into his mom um, somewhere in Oxford. And then she decides to tell her in depth about this dream I had about her son, my ex-boyfriend. And then like tell her all about it. And so she comes home and just guess who I saw? I saw, you know, blah, blah's mom. And I told her about your dream. And I'm like, why in the hell would you do that? Like to us, it's normal. To our family, it's normal because they understand like that I have these dreams, that they're very random. It's not like special. But I'm sure that she went home and told her family, she's dreaming about you. She's dreaming about your engagement. It was like that. It was like a friendship dream. And yeah, then I had to see the mom, you know, that week and I was just like haha my mom told me to tell you about the dream it really wasn't brought like, it up. yeah because she was like kind of talking about it too and I was just like I just feel so awkward like I need to address this dream situation <laughs> so yeah Chrissy's very limited on the dreams that I tell her from here on out yeah we love her we love her um all right so we've established the fact that we you know are in relationships now so I guess, like, you know, what have been your learnings in this past, like, almost year? What have you taken away from this? Oh, I've learned a lot. And I feel like I've learned through a combination of, like, being in a relationship and also being in therapy. So I feel like I've grown a lot more um, in this relationship because I did have a lot of past, like, traumas to work through. And I think it's really hard to enter into a new relationship if you haven't, like, worked through that and healed from things that happened in the past because it's really easy to carry that over to, like, your new partner and then take things out on them that, like, they had no part in, you know? So I would say that I've really learned that I enjoy being in a relationship where I'm not being cheated on. That's a great feeling. Um, I really enjoy loyalty of a partner. Um, but really, I just, you know, I really do think that I love being in a relationship that I just feel really like secure in. And I feel like there's like trust and I, you know, don't feel anxious. And I've just kind of learned that I used to think that like relationships would make you nervous and like anxious. But being in one that's really healthy, I've learned that it's like quite literally the opposite. I feel like Kynan is like my safe place person like when I'm around him I just feel like my very most calm self and that is something well, I would that, assume you would feel safe around Tynan yeah for more ways than one obviously he can kill people with his hands but he's also just like a very calming presence in my life 
And yeah, I just feel like I've learned a new definition of what a relationship should like feel like. Well, it's funny that you mentioned therapy because that's actually my number one takeaway. I think that both parties need to be in therapy. I think it's very critical. Definitely. I think you can't be in a relationship with someone that's not in a good relationship with themselves. Absolutely. And it's also like revolutionary when both people are in therapy, how you communicate. Because I remember, especially in the beginning of me and Kenan's relationship, I used to think like, oh, I really want to bring this up, but I'm really scared it's going to end in a huge fight or something. And the way that we're able to communicate where it's it's not a fight, it's just an adult conversation because we both like learned how to communicate. Yeah. That's a game changer. Mm-hmm. But then I've also learned that you don't have to be the exact same. Like you don't have to communicate in the same way. Like you need to learn how the other communicates so that you can communicate well with them. But you can't expect someone to be the exact same as you because that would be boring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's something that, you know, I've had to learn too. It's like you can't expect someone to read your mind. You have to be able to voice what you are feeling. Mm-hmm. And you have to accept people for like the way that they are and the way that they communicate and just kind of learn to to work with it. Oh, yeah. Kind and I could not be more opposite human beings. Like if there's a scale, I'm at one end and he's on the other. But I think that that is how good a relationship should be in a way because he kind of balances me out in things that I lack, you know, like being calm, um, making sound decisions. Like he has a lot of qualities that I don't specialize in. So I think that it's good. Not No one wants to date someone who's a carbon copy of themselves. Like, that's weird. I don't want to date myself. Totally. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned, like, how kind of the opposite of you. It's like, Herbie knows, like, all the hard parts about me and, like, knows how to navigate them well. For example, when I'm hangry, he knows to just, like, stay out of the way and just, like, let me work it off. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We were in Florida the other day and Herbie was like, Oh no, two hangry bridgers. I'm scared. Um, okay, so would you say that you have like a type? Um, considering that my phone groups my previous boyfriend into the same face category on the iPhoto app, I would say that I do have a type and it's very specific. What about you? Um, I say I, I would say that my type is very um I don't feel like I have a physical type, but I think for me, it's more so like personality wise. Like I need someone that's driven. I need someone that like has a backbone and doesn't like let people walk all over them. Um, Someone that has like, you know, things that they want to achieve and they're not just okay with like mediocrity. I feel like you like golden retrievers, like blonde golden retriever men. I've only dated like two blonde people. Yeah, but you've had three boyfriends. That's more than half. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know why, but this just made me think of like <laughs> um, my the weirdest guy that I was ever into, y'all. He used to tell me like what he ate in a day, like would come like over at night and tell me like give me a rundown of every meal he ate that day. It was like so fixated on food and like working out and he would come over and be like bouncing off the walls. And he's like, so sorry. Like I just took way too much pre-workout today. I just like can't even like sit still. Here's what I ate. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, so that is not my type. I cannot have that much testosterone energy. Yeah, I would say the most interesting, weird thing that's happened with someone I liked is that I liked someone a lot who dad was convinced 
was related to us. He said what? that he said he looked exactly like his cousin. He's never seen someone look <laughs> this much like him. That he believes we are fully related, and it was honestly such a turnoff. Like we pretty much, yeah, we didn't make it. So that's so weird. And also, like our families are from Sicily, and he claims he was Sicilian. So, you know. That's really funny, though, because did it make you, like, lose attraction to him because he could possibly be a relative? Um, yes, I would say so. I was just checking. I would say it was quite disturbing to me. Yeah, that's really weird. Thanks, Dad, for making it weird. Yeah, just way to just take it and make it super weird. Um, anyways, moving on from incestual relationships. Let's talk about, since we've been in relationships, what are some of the best dates you've been on? That's a good question. Or last year. Yeah, probably last year because it's newly this year. Um, I would say I really like the dates that Herbie and I go on that are like learning experiences, like classes and like wine tasting Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like something that we can enjoy together. Um, The other night we went to this after dinner, we went to this really fun like arcade that just opened up in East Nashville called the, I forgot what the name was, but it was just really cool. It was um, like four stories of like vintage Mrs. Pac-Man and like skee-ball and like fun things like that. And it was just so pure and so fun. Oh, that's really fun. I also love an interactive date. I think that one of my favorites was we did a yoga and like dinner in Florence when he came to visit me in Italy. Mm-hmm. So we did yoga on this rooftop um, and then they had like a little dinner after. We've done cooking classes. But really the theme of most of our dates is eating because Kynan just loves to eat and I also love to eat. So I'm always game, but we eat a lot of good food together. I love that. I feel like something that more people need to realize is that like dates really don't require a lot of effort or money. Like I think people think, you know, you need to go to a fancy restaurant, you need to get dressed up, but I love dates. Like let's have a picnic or let's, you know, go on a walk, like things like that, that are more free, like things like that, that are free, but also spending quality time together. Especially when I was living in Hawaii, I just felt like the guys there had it so easy because they could just take you to a waterfall for free. And it's like, wow, best date ever. Um, I know that's a little harder in, you know, Mississippi and such. You know what's, like, really attractive? What? Effort. Yeah, definitely. And I see these TikToks all the time. It's like people, you know, get away with way too much of not putting effort in when really, like, things, especially girls, like, I don't know if this is just me, but I love things that really don't require a lot of effort, like pe- like writing a note or yeah. – you know, making my bed, things like that, that are just very simple, mean a lot to me more than like you giving me a really nice gift. It doesn't have to be like over the top effort. It's just like making that small, you know, doing that small thing that just like, you know, is going to make someone's day. Like one thing that Herbie and I started doing, you know, since we were long distance is we have this um, journal and we'll write in it and mail it back and forth to each other. Or like if we go on a trip, I'll slip into his suitcase. So like it's in his court and he has it. And it's fun to like look back and read the notes. And um, we've kind of been slacking on it recently, but it's just a fun thing, you know, especially being long distance. Wow. I've never heard of that before. That's so cute. It's really sweet. And we'll like, you know, tear things out. 
I read this poem that I really liked, so I stuck it in the notebook, and it's still there. Wow, that's so cute. I love that. No, I actually got the idea for mom and dad because um, they used to have a notebook on the kitchen counter, and they would, like, write each other notes during the day. When was this? Um, A while ago. I guess they're not doing it anymore either, but I thought it was so cute. That's really cute. Speaking of long distance, like note writing, something funny that happened this year is that, um, so I was living in Italy, obviously for a really long time and Kynan and I broke up like for a short time in the middle of that, like a very short time. Like I would say two weeks, we really did a horrible job. We talked every day. Um, (laughs) but I, when I was living in Italy, I was writing people postcards all the time and mailing them. Like I mailed Allie one, mailed one to Libby, mailed some to my parents, mailed one to Kynan. And, um, just recently they've started getting delivered yeah Um, i got it like a couple weeks ago yeah like mom and dad just got theirs like Allie and libby so kind of got his and now i'm just fearing for my life because after the first after the first postcard the second third and fourth that i wrote were during the time we were broken up and it was really dramatic like very silly (laughs) like I'd prefer if he never read them, but now that I know they're just now getting delivered, I'm just anxiously waiting for those to get delivered to his house because they're like really <laughs> cringe and I know they're coming soon. Well, at least you'll be there. And so you can just run out to the mailbox and throw them away. Yeah, just rip it up. And uh, I yeah. am looking forward to not being long distance this year. That's my goal. At the end of the year, I do not want to be long distance anymore. Not sure how that's going to happen, how it's going to shake out, who's moving where. But it's happening. Yeah, I'm super thrilled to not be long distance. I'm like kind of excited and anxious to see how it goes just because I realized that most people in my life that I've been in relationships with, like I've been long distance at one point or another. Um, and I haven't like lived in the same city as my boyfriend in a really, really long time. So I'm interested to see how it goes. I think there's obviously going to be like some ups and downs with it. But yeah, that's... I wonder what that says about us because two of my three like serious solidified relationships have been long distance. Yeah, mine too actually for like, I mean, the the second one was like half of the time long distance and then kind of has been long distance the whole time. So I wonder too, I don't know if that means like we like our personal space and we like to have like our our own vibe, but I would prefer to like never do long distance. So yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, that's valid to feel like a little bit afraid of like being in the same city because it is, it's a different phase, you know, it's different. Yeah. And it's just, you know, not what we're used to at all. Maybe we've been, maybe we've been long distance though, because places we've lived, we like didn't find guys that we liked. So we had to outsource from other places like at Ole Miss. I mean, my boyfriend in college I met here, but like I just did not care for the clientele of Ole Miss boyfriends. I thought it was really unappealing, especially for my type of guy that I like. But I also hate when people settle and I feel like we see that a lot at Ole Miss and it is really, really worrisome to me. Yeah, there's like a whole world out there. Yeah, and Ole Miss, it's like the girls are like 12s and they're dating guys that are like twos. And, like, maybe they have a good personality, but I'm like, sister, I met your boyfriend, and he honestly (laughs) sucks. But a lot of the time at Ole Miss, like, these girls that are, like, 15s that are dating a one, the one is cheating on them. Like, jail. Federal prison. Yeah, no. 
not okay. But yeah, I'm like, I get that. Like the ratio here in Nashville is not ideal. Like there's probably like, I would say 12 girls to every one decent guy. But it's like, you have to get out there. You have to go travel. You have to like put yourself out there, I guess. You can't just like sit at home every night and complain about there being no guys. Yeah, word. And if you feel like you're in a relationship where you're 13 and your boyfriend's negative too and he sucks, break up. Call him right now and break up because I promise you there is a guy who matches your vibe and personality just waiting for you out there and you need to go find him. Yeah. But you know what? I also think is I love when people are single and like happy. You know, when people aren't like bitching like, I wish I had a boyfriend. I know a lot of people who are single and just like running the world right now and they just are perfectly content being single. I felt that way too when I first moved to Hawaii. It was like I knew that I was on my own journey and if I would have had a boyfriend at Ole Miss, like I probably would have felt really held back. Um, And I love girls who just like take the time to enjoy loving their own company without, you know, a guy. I know. I like was single I think from like 24 or maybe 25 through 28. Yeah. And it was honestly like the most pivotal time in my life of just like really diving into spirituality and just like really knowing myself on a whole different level and like started learning about myself in therapy and doing mindfulness. And it was just a really big learning time for me. And I wouldn't take that back for anything. And I think it's so important. Yeah, totally agree. I feel like a lot of people do not take the time to let themselves be single long enough to like learn themselves. And I think that it translates into issues when you grow up because people who are like always having a boyfriend, it's like break up, get another one, break up, get another one. You never take the time to learn yourself and then you end up being older and you have like a little crisis in your adult life because you're like, who am I without a partner? Absolutely. Question for you. Do you think that people change? Yes and no. I think that's really hard. I think I know it's a loaded question. It is a loaded question because I know guys who like in past relationships weren't the best and they did a lot of work to be better for like their next relationship. But I also know guys, (coughs) people that I know (coughs) from the past who were shitty boyfriends and then like a lot of time goes by and they're shitty boyfriends again. Like, I don't think you can make a blanket statement, but I will say, you know, I think with Herbie, it's like living proof that people do change because we were just so young and like dumb and dramatic and yeah, you know, everything was like such a big deal and like this huge dramatic thing. And then it's like, we both had that time to like date other people, go live our lives, build a career, really get to know ourselves and do a lot of like that mental work that we're talking about. And, you know, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, I think people change. Like, everyone changes. I'm not the same as I was when I was 19 and 20. Um, You and Herbie aren't the same from when you guys were at Ole Miss. I think people change for sure. It's like, I think, I don't know. It's just hard to say. I feel like people definitely change, but how people are in relationships, sometimes they change. And I think it's situational. It's definitely situational. Yeah, I agree with that. But that should give people hope out there who are hearing like you and Herbie's story because I've talked to a lot of people who when they hear about you and Herbie are like, that makes me feel so much better because when I was a freshman at Ole Miss, I dated this guy who like I loved, but we just were not good for each other at the time. And now we're like talking again. And I'm like, yeah. 
it was horrible. Like when we were in college, it was just like we were, I don't know, it just wasn't a good, it was very toxic. And then, you know, I had a long distance relationship, getting that experience, dating someone else and growing up. And, you know, I think that it should give people hope. I think that it's honestly, it's like a full circle thing. It's like you really, in college, it's like, you know, you want to be with someone and you like see all the ways, like how you see the potential. And then it's just, you're not really there yet. Yeah. hundred percent. And I honestly think that I would never change anything that's happened in my past with any past relationships. Like while some of them have been really horrible and hard, I would not go back and change it at all because I think the gifts of learning yourself and learning lessons through relationships is just really valuable. And Mm -hmm. how do you know like what you like and what you don't like if you don't, you know, learn it from a relationship. So even if it doesn't work out, I think you can still have gratitude for things that you've learned that you learned from it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like you only learn from these big long-term relationships. It can be small ones too. Yeah, literally. Or, you know, go on one date and you learn, okay, I really like when guys are like respectful to waiters. And I really don't like when, you know, people talk about their money all night. Like that, you know, And that is something I think I'm going to encourage our listeners um, over this year. Let's go on more dates, guys. Hello. You are all beautiful women. You should realistically not be paying for your dinners ever. And going on dates, I remember when I first moved to Hawaii, um, you know, we had no money. We were working at a coffee. I was working at a coffee shop trying to save money. And I went on so many dates because I honestly just wanted free dinners at nice places that I hadn't been to before in Hawaii. And while like nothing came from that until I met Kynan, I had some really, really fun experiences just from like saying yes and putting myself out there, even with guys that like were not my type at all. I didn't have really any vibe with some of them I ended up becoming friends with, you know, it's a great way to connect. It's good to practice. And honestly, like, I feel like it's like putting a mosaic together. You take a little piece of this person, a little piece of that person, and then you put it together until you have like the ideal person that you want to be with and you can envision that person in your mind. Definitely. And I don't know, like, I think a lot of people are like, I'm dating to marry every person I date, I'm going to marry. Like, I am in no rush to get married. And I just think every person I date, I just see it as like, you know, gross. And, you know, someday I will get married, but I just don't put that much pressure on it. Yeah. I just kind of do me. And that's, I feel like more people's mindset because I think a lot of people just settle and they end up with someone just because they're feeling rushed or they're trying to meet this weird time frame. That's why I'm so happy that I have you kind of as an example because. You've always shown me the value in taking the time to grow and get to know yourself as a person and not like rush. You know, you've met Herbie when you were 28 and a lot of people, you know, at Ole Miss, they get married when they're like 20. And I've always been grateful to have that kind of, um, that kind of role model to look up to. Oh, thanks, Bird. Yeah. I think, you know, like we said at the, on our episode about the new year, like leaving timelines behind. I mean, everyone's timeline is your own. You know, I can't say that enough. I think it's hard to like look on Instagram and see everyone getting engaged. And then you're like, why am I not engaged yet? And it's like, you're on your own timeline. You know, everything is happening to you in the exact right time. You're in this phase of life for a reason and you're going to get there eventually. But it's like, why rush it? And you don't never need to feel like you need to be doing something because everyone else is like, you do you, you do your own timeline, you do your own thing. 
Yeah, you're running your own race. You are no one else other than yourself. You're not your siblings. You're not your friend group. You're not your parents. I mean, God, our parents were married when they were, what, like 19? When mom was my age, she was done having kids. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be me, but it is some people. Like, that's some people's path. And um, I used to get so freaked out, like, starting, I think, my senior year of college when people were, like, getting married. And I was just like, are you serious? Like, why are people doing this? Like, we're children, child of bride. And my dad was like, Bert, some people want to move to Hawaii. Some people want to get married. Like, everyone has different priorities, different paths. And you are no one else and no one's forcing you to get married. So why are you so freaked out? I was like, I don't know. I know you can't judge people for their choices and their timeline because it's not yours. And there's so much freedom in that. Definitely. Absolutely. And also like you don't want to force something when it doesn't feel right. Like you want to wait for the time where things just flow. Yeah. I think my greatest fear honestly would be like, on my wedding day being like, oh shit, something's wrong. Like this is not right. Like that is a fear. Like I think I've actually dreamed that as a nightmare like a couple of times. So you can bet your booties that when I get married, it's because I'm fully into it and I'm like, let's go for life. So pick a good one, pick a good partner. And that's something that I used to think when I was in college, I was like, I remember someone told me, you know, make sure you're dating someone who you want to be the father of your children and you want your children to be like. And I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. That's a way, that's way too much pressure to go into dating. Yeah. I was like, I have had a boyfriend for two minutes. So relax. Yeah. Um, well, I really enjoyed this little relationship catch up with you. I know. It's kind of been all over the place, but I love it. And we didn't have a plan going into this. It just kind of Yeah, we just kind of, you know, rolled with it. Free balled this one. (laughs) Um, but I love love. I think at the end of the day, love is one of the most powerful things on this earth. And there's a lot of ways to love people. It's not always just relationships. You know, you can love your friends, you can love your sister, you can love yourself. So whatever kind of love you're observing on this Valentine's Day go 100% in and we're we're backing you. Yeah, we love love and definitely love yourself. That's the most important relationship there is. Absolutely. And we love our listeners. We love our little sisterhood. Don't forget, guys, that you can subscribe to our sisterhood now with bonus content. We You can get access to all of our additional episodes, affirmations, guided meditations, a lot of fun stuff. So in the topic of love, if you love our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and support. And if anything, just leave a review, which helps us reach more listeners and add to our sisterhood. Show us some love. Yeah, show us some love. It's Valentine's Day.